everybody. Welcome to Sarah's Simple Thoughts. I am so excited that you are here today. You might have noticed that we're on a new cadence, basically. We are publishing every other week on Fridays, and I'm really grateful for you guys being here, and I am so excited to share today's topic, and I'm also very excited for future weeks. This is just the cadence that I am comfortable with at this season in life, and so I'm very grateful for your understanding and your support. As always, if you have any questions, please reach out to me and my team at sarahsimplethoughts at gmail.com. Also, um, if you have any like takeaways or comments, I always love to hear from you guys. So feel free to reach out via email or I'm also on Instagram at sarahrebeccacoaching. Without further ado, let's go ahead and dive in to today's topic. Okay, honestly, I woke up feeling so good this morning and so rested and just hyper productive you know the kitchen was clean and like I've been falling behind on different things so the kitchen was clean the dishwasher was started like by 8 a.m this morning and I was just like feeling so good about life it's the weekend and so I'm just catching up and just lots of things that have been on the back burner I'm just feeling really energized and the honestly this is a great segue into today's topic which is about achievement because honestly today's been really good but let me tell you 3 days ago it was a struggle bus i was low key really struggling mental health stuff was kicking in and it was just a really hard 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 day and definitely was not feeling happy and chipper like I am today. And so it's gotten me thinking on one of the three pillars that I coach on the most often. I mean, you're very familiar with these possibly by now if you follow me on social, Uh, but the three pillars I most often coach on are perfectionism, overachieving, and people-pleasing. And I know that we talked about perfectionism, I believe, last episode. And so with all the things that are happening Right now, and with all of the like ups and downs I'm going through, I figured, hey, now's a good, uh, now is as good a time as any um, to go ahead and dive into achieving and specifically overachieving. Really non-technical today. So for purposes of today, overachieving is just anytime we are achieving to the point of losing ourselves, losing the life we want, losing the point of life and its joys and focusing more on achieving to our detriment and to the detriment of the people around us. Now, is achievement always bad? No, of course not. Of course not. There are many things that we achieve in life that are beautiful, beautiful things to achieve. I am very much so looking forward to achieving this podcast episode and, you know, being one more closer to just having one out in the world, right? Um, But obviously, sometimes if we get carried away with achievement, it can be really harmful and we can kind of miss the mark and get wrapped up in ourselves. So today I want to talk about, um, let's see, how many do I have? I have my little, my little note here. Okay. I want to talk about six different things about achievement that I personally have learned because if you know me, I am an achievement queen if I do say so myself. I love achievement and honestly it is one of the main things that gets me out of bed in the morning. 
I'm an Enneagram type three. And if you know anything about Enneagram, it is a huge thing that we love achievement. And we are very, very prone to overachievement. And so this is something that I coach a lot on and also have been coached a lot on (laughs) and have learned a lot about myself because achievement is one of those things that I have to keep in constant balance in my life. Otherwise, things can get a little, I don't know why, I can carry it away and I actually find myself super unhappy, right? So how to treat achievement and six things to keep in mind. Here we go. Number one, achievement is not proportional to worth. This took me so long to learn. I really felt like how much I was worth, how much love I deserved, um, the good things that I deserved in life were directly in proportion to what I was achieving. And so I was, and honestly, probably still am, a hyperachiever because I feel this is the only way I will gain respect from others, the only way I will gain respect from myself, the only way I will gain love from those around me, and the only way I will gain love from myself. And so one of the biggest things that I have had to learn about myself is this very thing that I think that achievement is the only way I will get the good things in life, right? And I've had to realize that, no, I am already worthy of love and respect and I deserve to take up space in this world purely because I exist. Not because of what I do, not because of what I've achieved, not because of the abilities I have to help others because I've because of what I've achieved. None of that. Simply, I am okay to be here because I'm me. And it has nothing to do with achievement. Number two, achievement naturally ebbs and flows. All right, so this is what I was just talking about at the very beginning. A couple days ago, I was not feeling so hot. <laughs> and anytime, um, you know, I have a day where I just feel like I just didn't achieve a lot, it is almost detrimental to me because it is such a big deal for me. But if I can realize that achievement is never a linear line, I do a lot better because when I can realize that it just comes and goes, then I give myself a lot more grace on the days where I do not have it. And the days where I do have it, I'm very grateful and I don't accept that as the new normal. I think this is especially true as women. As women, our hormonal cycles are very different from the standards of achievement set by men. Men's cycles reset every 24 hours. And our literal days as a society are directly proportional to the men's cycle. When they have energy is when we are expected to show up at work. When it starts to wane and they need more social interaction is when the workplace has happy hours. And just everything in a normal workday is directly proportional to men's hormonal cycles instead of women's. So I think a lot of times we as women just sometimes are not vibing because our cycle is different. Our cycle resets on average every 20 
eight days. And so our cycle is a lot more stretched out, right? Men definitely have their energy ups and downs, but ours are more stretched out. So our ups are for longer periods and our downs are for longer periods. And society as it stands right now is not tailored to women and their natural energy cycles, nor their natural achievement cycles. And so one of the most important things that we need to realize about achievement, especially as we are talking about women, is that our energy and our ability to achieve is not consistent, period. Exclamation point. It's not. It's absolutely not. And there is nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. The ultimate thing we have to realize is that is what it is. And we, it's a beautiful thing. And we can work with that. And we will work with it very well because it's our natural way of doing things. So realizing that achievement naturally ebbs and flows in nature, in our hormonal cycles, and in general. I think we will start to develop a lot more of a healthy relationship with achievement. Number three, achievement does not need to be a solo effort. If I could have a nickel for every time I've come across a woman who feels like she needs to do it all by herself, I would be a millionaire by now. I... I'm constantly amazed at the number of women who refuse to take any sort of help because somehow we think at times that our ability to achieve and the number of brownie points we will get will increase if we do it by ourselves. Hate to break it to you, but that's absolutely false. It's entirely false. If you think of any woman ever, ever, ever. Someone influential, someone historical, someone in your life right now who gets something done. It is only because she has the ability to ask for help. And even the people that are bad at asking for it definitely have some level of help at some point in time. And so we need to get away from feeling that our achievement levels decrease when we are playing with a team and when we are delegating and they definitely do not increase when we are participating in solo efforts. Life is about teamwork. Life is about asking for help when you need it. And honestly, like that's, that's where we will thrive is when we find out our strengths and weaknesses and accommodate them accordingly. Number four, achievement does not need to happen on a certain timeline. I feel that so many of us give ourselves too much pressure um, in terms of accomplishing things by a certain point in time. We have it in our minds that certain degrees need to be gotten at a certain point in time. Certain important dates like marriage and grad school and any number of other emotional, psychological, financial, temporal, or any other category, you name it, needs to happen on a certain timetable. Achievement, again, is not linear, and it certainly does not need to reside on a timetable. 
when it is on a timetable, because there certainly are times that it might be. What can we do to decrease the stress around it and achieve early in terms of the timetable? After evaluating if the timetable actually does exist and if it is actually in our control and if we actually want to adhere to it. But generally, most of the things, these arbitrary guidelines and the things that we are most stressed about are arbitrary timelines that we have set for ourselves and achievement to that end. And at the end of the day, you know, it's probably not going to be the end of the world if you don't achieve something by that timetable. Probably not even close. So reevaluating achievement in terms of what we are relating it to and what it means to us and what that timetable actually reflects for us is extremely important. All right, number five, achievement does not need to follow other people's expectations. This one is so huge, especially for me, because I often will let people know about my goals to um, keep myself accountable. And it's very effective, except when I pivot my goals, (laughs) and then I don't want to let other people down. And honestly, it is such a struggle to disconnect from other people's expectations. It's such a struggle. And honestly, this feeds into the other pillar. Hence why I call them pillars because they all support each other. Um, But this really feeds into the people-pleasing pillar that I talk about often. I'm here to remind you that achievement does not need to follow other people's expectations, either generally, societally, or individually, familially, or acquaintance-wise. It does not need to stay consistent. It can pivot. These expectations can change. And honestly, it's come to my attention that the people who actually do care about you are all for your achievement timetables or goalposts changing. Because at the end of the day, the people that actually care about you are the ones who are going to be supportive of whatever pivots you make, whatever changes you make, whatever goals you decide to throw out, whatever goals you do decide to implement. The people that really love you are the ones that are supportive of you no matter what. And so if you feel nervous about this, just take a step back and be like, okay, whose opinion am I worried about? Do they truly love me? Are they truly going to be disappointed in me? Or do I just think they're going to be disappointed in me because I'm changing things up on them when in actuality, they just ask how I'm doing and how the school is going because they just want to check in. And if I tell them, oh, I'm not working towards that goal anymore, but I'm working towards this, then honestly, they're going to be all for it and probably not even think twice about it and just be like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. That's super cool. Right. And love an update. So achievement does not need to follow other people's expectations. You are the author of your life. Hit them with a plot twist whenever you darn please. Number six, achievement does not need to be a coping mechanism. I definitely am guilty of all six of these, but especially one in six. For a good portion of my life, achievement was a way to earn love, earn respect, and earn resources, and earn, well, pretty much anything. Earn, in general. And um, also, I used it to distract. If I was really uh, experiencing anything, any emotional source of pain, regret, um, isolation, anything, 
I return to achievement. And in a lot of ways, I think this was how I was raised. You know, if you are having a hard time, it's because you're not working hard enough. <laughs> you know, it was kind of a joke, but kind of not at the same time. Jokes aside, though, I think we're all guilty of this on some level or another. And honestly, if that, you know, saying sounds familiar to you, it's probably time to take a pause and heal around work. Because so often we use work as a band-aid and we use achievement as an ultimate band-aid so that we don't have to have surgery. But guess what? It might be time for surgery. It might be time to back up a little bit, take a little pause, understand what we're trying to cover up, why we're trying to cover it up, how long it has been covered up for, and the results of uncovering it and fully healing it. Because at the end of the day, Whether you achieve something or not, it's still going to be there. It's just the amount that you are feeling it in. Now, am I saying you should just feel all the pain all at once, all the time? No, I've seen people try to do this and it absolutely does not work. (laughs) Um, I was talking to someone in particular several years ago and they just said, you know, this pain is unbearable. And I said, are you doing too heavy of a weight rep at the gym? And the fact is, And they admitted to me that, yes, they were. You know, at the end of the day, we need to take our life and the things that we are experiencing in very small chunks and 10 pounders and do lots of reps and then go up to 15 and lots of reps and then up to 20 and so on and so forth. So yes, it is a gradual process, but achievement does not need to be the thing covering it up. Self-control, grace, Self-respect, love can be the thing that we use to measure what we can and cannot feel in a certain moment. But if we are ignoring pain and delaying healing because of achievement and that we believe that we will feel better once we achieve a certain point in time, I'm here to tell you it's a lie. And that no matter where you go in the world and who you interact with, the pain and the suffering will always be there. So it's time to heal that and not use achievement as a way to cope. Now, with all those six things out in the open, what can we use achievement for? I'm here to tell you that there is a bright side of achievement. I feel this whole time I've just been like, achievement's not this and it can't be used for this and it's really bad if you use it for that. But in actuality, I'm just trying to sketch a picture and say, hey, sometimes we misuse achievement. You know, we really should be using a hammer instead of a screwdriver here. That's all I'm really saying. So when can we use achievement? Achievement is absolutely phenomenal when we are going after our own dreams, not someone else's dreams, not someone else's timetable, not someone else's expectations, not as a coping mechanism, not because we feel we need to be consistent and we have a duty to it, not because we want to be be able to earn our worth, but because we want to achieve our dreams. That is when achievement can be used in a healthy way, is when we have something that we are absolutely so excited for, that we have so much fun pursuing. Yes, it might be hard, but we're going after it. That is when achievement has a place. 
And no matter where you may be at in this achievement journey, I absolutely believe in you, believe that you can move achievement to a healthier place, and believe that you can be able to find exactly where it fits in in your life and what dreams you actually want to pursue on your timetable with your worth already, already established, and the people around you, their love reinstated for you without the achievement as well as the love that you give yourself so with that i hope you have a fantastic rest of your day a fabulous rest of your friday please don't hesitate to reach out with any questions or comments or aha moments i actually just absolutely love hearing from you and just all of the takeaways that you all have it is so inspiring to me so please don't hesitate and if you have any questions also please reach out um i have a couple coaching slots available during this fall season right before the new year so if you are interested please don't hesitate to reach out for your complimentary discovery session so we can see what package is best for you and with all that being said i hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and i will talk to you in two weeks bye-bye